Welcome to All oh, the Stories We Will Tell, hosted by best-selling authors and speakers Ryan and Laura Dobson. We're pulling back the curtains to give you a behind-the-scenes, unfiltered, honest look at our life together, from day one up to today. Everything. We'll tell the stories of all the laughter, tears, triumphs, and failures that helped make us who we are. Here we go. So let's join the Atomic Mum and the Disruptor, Ryan and Laura Dobson, for this episode of Oh, the Stories We Will Tell. All right, what's up, Rebels? We are back from our trip, and we used my pillow in the hotel the whole time. I did, the whole time. Yeah. The whole entire time. Travel pillow. I got to say, the travel pillow really does make a huge difference. It sure does. I, I wish... Yes. I don't. I don't wish it wasn't that good. I just think it's funny that it really is that good. Like, and I used it at the airport also. So oh, I yeah. and I used it on the flight. I used it. You used I, the whole time. I used it the whole time, people. Like my little travel pillow. It's my new favorite thing. Definitely. That's not thunder, by the way. That's our children running above our heads in our house. So I'm not sure who's doing that, but I'm so happy that they are. Mypillow.com code word rebel for a discount on a four pack of pillows. Enjoy it. Uh, oh, the stories we will tell. Episode 14. Nice. Yeah. Um, this is going to be out of timeline. We're going to talk about our trip this weekend. Um, and okay, let's start with this. So we used the new babysitter to watch our kids for uh, multiple days. And it made me crazy anxious the whole time. Me too. Right. And yeah. she was amazing, by the way. Yeah. She did a great job. She Kudos. She did a great job. She wasn't a person we had never met. We knew her. Oh, yeah. And we've known her, and we know her She's a nanny. She's got a great family. She's one of 10, yeah. super responsible, so, great credentials, all the things you'd want. And it took me a while to figure out why I was having crazy panic. Uh, and it was because my kids were nervous, and it made me more nervous because my kids were nervous. Yes. Yeah. So and that the was dogs kind of were nervous. <laughs> oh, gracious. The puppies. The puppies. Um, and then Lincoln got sick while we were out of town. Yes. Yeah, so and then like, as hard. soon as I started to calm down, that's funny. Cause as soon as I was like, oh, this is going to be okay. We're having a good time. Kids are great. He was like, daddy, I don't feel good. I threw up last night. And then I was instantly like, I should go home. I should just go home. Yeah. Like, is there a flat I can get home? Like you could stay. I'll go home. It'll be okay. Um, and then this is the other one. Whenever I do something that I know my parents wouldn't have done with me, I always feel like, am I doing the right thing? Am I not doing the right thing? Mm -hmm. Like, oh no, because my parents 100% would have made me go to school. There is zero, I cannot tell you how negative the possibility is that they would have let me stay home for any reason. No reason would they have let me stay home. I mean, I would have had to have a fever, like diagnosed fever, at a doctor to stay home and I could just tell like, and this is what I want to tell parents too. You got to give yourself a break. And if your parents, if you told them what you were doing to your kids and they're going to beat you up for, I'm not saying my parents would beat me up for it. They would definitely disagree with me, but I didn't call them and ask them or tell them because it's none of their business. Right. It's just not like I'm a parent I know my kid. I'm, my, I'm their dad. Yeah, I'm I'm Lincoln's dad. I know him, and I could tell on FaceTime by the look of his face, he needed to stay home. And I tried to fit like, what am I gonna do? He's 12. 
you know, and then our babysitter rearranged part of her work schedule. Yeah. Like what a Thank gym. You. Thank Just you. what a gym. By the way, that's the whole thing. Like parents will understand this. We fight over good babysitters. Like you hoard you find good, good babysitters. <laughs> you find it and your friends are like, oh, do you have a good babysitter? No, no. I don't. I have no good babysitters. <laughs> do you? I have no one. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> You want to give me flip, flip it back on them? Yeah. Quickly. Do you? Do, do you, you have any good ones? No. We're just we're looking. Yeah. I yeah. bet you're looking. We're all looking for good babysitters. Everyone. I feel bad too because I want to give the babysitter as much work as possible, and I'm not giving her all the work in the world. I'm not giving you to my friends. My friends will steal you, and I have for sure stolen babysitters. Yes, we have. Yeah, I've been at someone's house where there's a babysitter watching the kids while we're there, and I'll just be like, I'll pay you more. Like, just let me have your number because I'll for sure make you a better deal. Fred's like, you're terrible. I'm like, I know I am. Yeah, it's we do bad. it. Yeah. When you find a good one that you can be, you know, confident in and mm -hmm. feel that they're going to do a good job, you're going to hold on to that babysitter. Yeah. So I had a parenting epiphany on the flight out. On the way out, I had a parenting epiphany. It was a good one. And then it was uber confirmed because we had a six hour delay in the airport in uh, on our trip. Yeah. And that was... That was rough. I'm still recovering. If my eyes are... <sighs> As I start to yawn right now, how terrible. I'm so embarrassed. Sorry about that. Keep my um, eyes open. Yeah. I'm glad I have glasses because it hides the bags under my eyes for sure. I need glasses on. Um, so on the flight out, there were kids on the plane crying. And that happens. Like, I, that doesn't bother me at all. Like, we were talking to this little old lady um, in the airport on the way back. Cause there was a kid totally crying and I started giggling and she gave me a funny look and I'm like, Oh, kids are supposed to cry. Like that's what they do. Oh yeah. Um, there was that little tiny cute mom with the baby, with baby, the baby, baby, she baby, had a five week old, a five, five week. week old. It was and so cute. Was that the mom? Someone said to her that baby better not cry on the flight. No, it oh. was the other one. It was the mom. It was the kid with the kid. It was the kid with the kid. Oh, it's still inappropriate. But somebody said something to a parent, like, your kid better not act like that on the flight. Yeah. And by the way, every single person in the boarding area was all thinking that. They were all and thinking, I hope your kid doesn't behave the exact way he's behaving right now in 20 minutes when we get on an airplane, which is for sure what he's going to do. Like, you think he's going to magically be like, oh, I'm on an airplane, put my tie and suit on, let's behave ourselves and... Be a boss, baby. Be a boss, baby. Like, that's for sure yeah, not, not happening. happening. Well, and then you add a four or five hour delay. Six. Six. Yeah, six well, hour. Well, six hour by the time we ended up on the plane. Yeah. So anyway, on the flight out, we noticed lots of interesting passengers. But here's what I noticed about children. Some kids cry. Some kids cry for their parents. There's a distinction there, people. Say yeah. it again, honey. So some kids cry. They just cry. Like they cry on the flight. Now, if your baby is young enough to where they're not talking, they'll just cry. But I'm talking about kids that are old enough to talk who cry on flights or who cry. And once I noticed it on the airplane, I saw it all over our trip. And on the way back, I saw it heavy, heavy in the airport. If your kid is old enough to cry, old enough to talk and cries, you get two types. Some that just cry, some that cry for mommy, some that cry for daddy. Like there was that cute, oh my gosh, that cute little baby yeah. with his dad. The dad yeah. was like four. The dad was with his wife too. And he was all up on that kid. Like yeah. he was holding the kid and kissing the kid. And that kid was like, daddy, daddy. Here's the distinction. Kids that cry for their parents have attentive parents. Kids that just cry don't. 
this is going to make a bunch of people mad. Yeah, it's going to make a bunch of people mad. People are going to be like, you are, that is terrible. How dare you say that? Yeah. Now the next time you're in Walmart and the next time you're in an airport and the next time you're at church, see how that stuff plays out. Because once I realized it, I started, I was going to the bathroom and I saw a kid crying and I was like, that's interesting. I just heard a kid crying for a mommy, daddy, and this kid is just crying and you're the same age. And I checked out the parents, both parents on phones. And when they did attend the kid, it was out of disgust and anger. It was like, ugh, why are you crying? Stop crying Stop again. Stop crying. There's that attitude voice. Now, everybody's had that. I've had that. I've had it. Yeah, I right? Mean, we're not saying that. Producer that Kate never speaks that way to her children. Ever. She's, She's queen. Angel. Yeah. Yeah. She's queen mama. All of us have had that voice to our kids. At some point. And your kids figure out really, really early if you're going to attend to them in their time of need or if you're going to abandon them in their time of need. And the kids that get abandoned cry because they're sad. And there's two reasons. Whatever the reason is, they're crying and they're crying because they know their parents aren't going to help. Yep. And that... I'm not kidding. I got like choked up at one point in the airport because I started looking at it out of the corner of my eye. By the way, if, if I'm in an airport with you, I am for sure checking you out. I am people watching to the extreme. I'm checking out what you're wearing because that's amazing. The stuff we saw in the airport. Oh my. Wow. And we're checking out just families. Families. Just, yeah. I love it's seeing families. It's a great family. like By the social way, experiment. Oh my goodness. There was a, I'm sure there's Somalian because I can tell now. There was a Somalian couple in front of us with the most beautiful children. Mm -hmm. They had a baby baby and a little boy and a little girl with three little buns. Yeah. Like the little teeny, oh my goodness. They were angels. The they whole were, flight, the whole time. The whole time in our six hour layover, they were angels. On the flight, they were angels. The mom was attending to the kids. The dad was holding a baby the whole time. And we're, by the way, if you're a good parent, I'm for sure going to say something too. I can't not like parenting is such a rough job. You have so much guilt and so much shame. I said something on the flight. Like your kids are amazing. They are so well behaved. In fact, that was when we got on the flight the first time and they kicked us off the airport uh, airplane, not yeah. just us, the whole flight. So we're on the airplane. And if you fly every now and then there's this noise and nobody knows what it is, but it's the airplane goes, rrr, and I think it's like the flaps going up and down. I think, but I don't know. We're See, on I thought airplane. it was the tires. What? Well, like the things down beneath the... Shocks? Shocks, yeah. No. Guess not. Sorry, that's totally rude, but definitely it's not that. Um, <laughs> 20 minutes on the airplane, it never stopped, and I start making jokes because I am exhausted. We had been out late every night. I am so tired and i'm like is there some guy on like a turntable downstairs like like the full dj action going on 20 minutes later they were like oh no the plane's broken you have to get off but i had already said like your kids are so well behaved and the parents were just like they gave me the look that's like oh thank you i hope they don't turn into devils right now like every parent knows like oh i don't know it's a crapshoot like Maybe they'll still behave this way. Maybe they freak out and scream the entire time on the next flight. Like, we don't know. Like, who knows? You're a kid on a plane. Like, maybe you'll just cry the whole time. Like, the little baby was crying a little bit. But whatever. Babies cry. That's what they're supposed to do. People that get mad at babies crying, I don't get it. Like, I don't get it. I had a, I had a situation on a flight. You were with me on that flight. So I'm sitting here. 
and there's a guy one over and one up, right? So he can't see me directly without turning around. But Lincoln was colicky, and Lincoln was crying and crying and crying, and never stopped crying. Like, to the point where people were, like, shouting advice. Like, give him give him candy for his ears, and give him a bottle, don't give him a bottle, da 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 As if I'm not trying every last remedy. Like, every remedy. I'm walking, I'm patting, I'm not shaking, I'm patting, I'm soothing, I'm consoling, I'm baby talking, I'm bottling, I'm everything. Because no parent wants to be that parent on the on flight, flight. where their baby is screaming. I got a colicky kid. That's what's going on. That's all that's going on. Yeah. I have a colicky baby. And it's like, well, then don't fly. Still have to work. That's what I do for a living. Um, so this guy is one over and one up. He turns around and just decides to stare at me. As if this is going to help the situation, one. And two, hey, my man, you don't know me. For sure, you don't know me. So he's staring, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, you're staring at me. You're mad. Like, he's giving me the full-on stink eye glare. And I go, hey, man, really loud. Like, loud enough to where everyone around me got quiet for, like, four rows away. Like, ev not Lincoln. Lincoln was still crying. Everyone got quiet. And he, like, total and, like, eyes got big. And I go, I could spank him if you want me to. And he turned around. I go, that's right. That's right. You keep turning around. I was for sure yelling on an airplane at a guy. And this is a decade ago. Well, more than a decade ago. Lincoln's 12. This is like... This is a long time ago. 11 years ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, I'll say something. But if you're a good parent, I say something too. So that Somali family, when we got up in Colorado Springs, we were walking along and they were all cute walking in front of us. And so I was adorable. like, your kids were angels on that flight. They were perfect on that flight. And they were like, oh, thank you. Thank you. Like, try not to take credit, you know? But the thing about cute. kids crying, that one really got me. That really, really got me. Like, I saw that everywhere. I saw it all over our trip when we're on the street walking and you see a kid that's just, like, crying and not getting attended to with a parent on a... Like, we saw that. We and were it was usually the parent, just this was our observation, usually the parent was on a phone. Yeah. Was on a screen. Yep. And not talking on the phone. Not like, oh, hold on, I'm talking to grandma. Let me get back no, to no, you no, in no. one second. Straight up you Instagram scrolling. You know, there's the distinction. Yeah, they were just playing on their phone or playing video games. We saw one couple, they were not even looking at their food. Oh, yeah. They they were just this is so great. staring at their phone. Chinese couple. By the eating. way, I can, I, I'm not, be, I'm just saying, it's what it was. Straight up Chinese couple at brunch. But Laura's dad took us to a buffet. Amazing buffet brunch. Oh my goodness Thank gracious. you, Dad. Oh my goodness. It, this is the crazy I'm part about, about buffets. It's details. Like, you get a, some food and you're like, what? What? This is amazing. Oh my goodness. Like, we got nan bread. And I was like, anything you could skimp on, you could for sure skip on the nan, right? Like, just go get it at Costco and the big, you know, chub pack of nan bread. Like, it's still good. Toast that up. I'm all in it. That nan was uh, was otherworldly it was on another level oh come to find out they've got a special uh, ceramic uh like this this fire massive dome thing but no no there's fire down below it's like this ceramic thing with fire on the they're making fresh nan on the spot on the spot and then they're brushing it with olive oil and spices oh i could have eaten a thousand pieces of that and i went on to everything else there is a couple at a two-top table that are with each other. Both of them are staring at their phones this close, 
while like stabbing at food and eating it. Like this food was so. They weren't so, even looking at the food. <laughs> they weren't looking at their food. The food was so, every single. It was very the poke interesting. Was average. Every other single thing I got was out of this world yeah, amazing. Really I mean, good. every, and everybody at our table is commenting on how good the food is. Like everyone, and by the way, yeah. Laura's family can eat. Like they know how to cook. They go to really nice restaurants. Like the nicest restaurants I've ever been to with Laura's family, 100%. We love to eat. Like I've been to one or two on par with that with my parents. Like when I went to my book release in New York City with my dad, we went to a steakhouse. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah. yeah. That was on par with like where we go with your with your family every time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They Her family they knows how skim- to eat. They don't skimp on the eating. And they were all everybody was commenting. And then I look over and I just giggle and I always point it out to Laura. Like for sure. If I want someone else to laugh at that, I'm like, oh honey, okay, if you look to your right, not right now, uh, there's a couple completely buried in their phones. And then the rest of their meal, like yeah. They never got off their phones the whole time. The whole time. That it was, was just interesting. That was super bananas. Um, so and then, that's the distinction. It's. Yeah. Oh. Paying attention to kids. And here's the other one, too. I don't understand where this came from. This is going to get a It's not political, but it's the political landscape that we're in with an older generation and a younger generation. Well, I wouldn't call it political. But I'd, it's, I'd almost call it social like a it's a social commentary on where we're at yeah but what what i'm saying is i'm i'm you see this in voting and in politics oh, now okay. yeah. where and it's not everybody that's younger i'm not saying that but there is a distinction among younger people where it's like you don't know you don't know what you're talking about and i can remember being 25 and knowing everything like for sure i knew everything at 25 my views were 100% black and white all the time. Kristen's giggling at me right now. Yeah. We saw a couple of kids with kids. That was a tough one. And this one young mom had a massive bag of candy and she was giving her baby who was like one and a half. Like he could run, but he wasn't talking. So it's that that age 18 18 that, months possibly possibly two years maybe he's a late talker or just wasn't doing that much talking i guess she was giving him handfuls of candy it was it yeah we're no we're not joking like not pieces it was a handful and he would lay on the floor of the airport yeah and just eat the candy it's like, like you're it eating an apple, apple but he's but just gorging on candy. candy and i'm like Oh Mul- no! Mul- multiple handfuls, multiple handfuls of it. Oh, it's happened the whole. I mean, we were there for six hours, and so, we never saw that kid eat one thing besides candy. He didn't eat any food. Like he's not drinking water. They don't have a water bottle. Like it's candy, straight up candy. But it's in a situation where clearly either they don't. She doesn't have parents in her life, but she doesn't have anyone older in her life that's like, oh hey, you can't do that. Like you can't do that because. There's this attitude amongst certain of the younger crowd that's like, you can't tell me what to do. Like, I can't, but you're damaging your child. And by the way, you're making it worse for every single person on the airplane. That's the other one, too, with the entitlement, is I'm the only person in the world. Right. Like, I'm the only one here. No one matters but me. And we saw that with older people, too, by the way. Well, there was- and by the way, just so you know, she would she would run after her kid in a 
inappropriately also like through the aisles just yelling child, his name her and child was sprinting away from her and trying to play it was it was a very sad situation it yeah. was very sad like it broke my heart it, it was broke- definitely one of the kids that was not crying mommy it was just crying, crying. because he was angry and not being attended to like and she then was on he her would phone. hit her and then he yep. yeah it was just a very sad situation it's the kind of person where you're like you need help with your parenting like one you shouldn't have had a kid i'm sorry like i don't know what the situation is but you shouldn't have had a kid at this age it's always a bad idea. Uh, and two, if you do, you need help with that. That's the other one too. Get help. Right. Like for sure, get help. Ask someone older. Find someone that you're like, you're a better parent than me. Go to mops. Like, Laura's brother and sister, <laughs> Steve and Pam, are great parents. Like they're not good parents. They're great parents. Yeah. They admit their faults. They say they're sorry when they're wrong. They try to uh, build bridges when they've burned them on accident. Like, are they perfect? By all means, No. But they're good parents, and we ask them questions like, how do you do X? How do you do Y? You've got teenagers. We're about to have teenagers. What was this like? What was that like? Your brother Mike was so helpful, kind and helpful. Like, that's the thing, too. With good parents, they give other parents a break. Like, oh, yeah, it's super hard. Like, there's the, situ- there's the time in your kid's life where they stop liking you, and they think they know everything, and... They're all snotty and, you know, like, you just got to get through it. You just got to get through that period. Totally. (laughs) Like, you don't need to fix that. That's what Mike and I were talking about. I'm like, you don't need to fix that right now. And he's like, no, no, just hang on. Like, is it great? No. Is it a bummer? Yeah. Just don't make it worse. Just don't make it worse by like forcing the issue with them all the time. Pick your battles. Yeah. But that whole thing, like, you don't know what you're talking about. Like, really? I don't. Because I'm almost 50. I've bought two homes. I have a mortgage. Bought a few cars. I am married. Been married before. Had struggles. Gotten through them. Gone to therapy. I don't know anything. For real? I can't offer you any advice? Like, you won't take any advice? Why? Like, what's that power struggle? What's that thing that says, it takes power away from me to have to ask advice from you? Like, that is the worst part of immaturity. It really is. And entitlement. Of, you don't know what you're talking about. Are you sure? Like, uh, AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She is the prime example of, you don't know. Like, no, 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 honey, you don't know. You were a bartender, and now you're talking about, like, environmental issues and gas and oil. And, by the way, the leader of Greenpeace, okay, you want to talk about an extreme organization in the environment? It's Greenpeace. Am I right or am I wrong? They're pretty extreme. The founder of Greenpeace came out and trashed her. Like, do you have any idea if you took away oil and gas, the pollution caused from burning wood fires to heat home, like, just went down point by point. Like, you have no idea. What you're talking about, learn from those that came before you. Is everyone but that came before you smart? And do they all have great advice? No, but there but are a lot of them out there. you can still learn from the ones that did it wrong. Oh, for sure, there's just right? a, There's just this little lack of being willing to learn from even the people that have made mistakes. By the way, yeah, you see, like, when I go to my meeting at 6 in the morning and it's snowing and I see a guy on a bike, you know what that means? Yeah, by the way, you can tell by the bike and the clothing. This is not a guy out for his health. It's a guy with a DUI. Like, yeah. ask that guy questions. Like, hey, man. How'd that, how'd that happen? What happened? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Court, court appointed, can't drive, 
still need to get to work, so I'm up at 5 o'clock in the morning because my job is far enough away to where I have to ride a bicycle in the snow, and it's not the bike that you're getting for health, and I'm not in the clothes that says I'm doing this for exercise. It says I'm doing this because I have to. Ask that guy questions. Yeah. Like, for sure. Ask that guy questions. How can I not end up like this? Oh, well, don't drink and drive. Yes. You know? Uber. Definitely do that. Lyft. Oh, we had a beautiful trip. It was super fun. Thank you all for listening. Uh, be more attentive to your kids. That is our totally. We are gonna. But you go can see that too. Like the Somali family in front of us, yeah, never brought a screen out. Not once. Nope. Not, not in the six hours on the ground. Screen. Not on the airplane first time. Not on the airplane second time. Not one screen. What did they do? Paid attention to their children. Like he was unzipping his kid's jacket because it got warm. Yeah, and then the little boy, he would just talk to people. Yeah. He he would have conversations and he was probably around three or four and he was having conversations he with was everyone three-ish. around him. He was little. But you could tell he was not sitting there glued to a screen. He was No, and you could tell his parents had talked to him because he was talking to other people. He was talking yeah. to adults. That wasn't an unusual situation for him. To talk to Because adults. his parents had looked him in the eyes and said, Hey, how's it going? How are you feeling? Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. Let's talk. Yeah. Let's keep doing this. Yeah. Yeah. And and I don't say that to make people feel guilty. I don't I don't say that to make people feel bad about their parenting situations. I'm just saying I get it. We're exhausted, right? Like we're tired. Like I'm not going to say Laura got crabby in the airport. I just got a little crabby. I didn't want to be touched. <laughs> but okay, so this is the whole thing. Like when Laura gets crabby. Well, it was right after this hearing this on the plane for 25 minutes straight. and then they kicked us off a flight and then they kicked us off a flight and, and then Mr. I went and got Ryan, and then I went and got food you did but you were touching me on the flight when we were trying to get off oh yeah 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 that's funny when I was so, crabby Kay, this is, so this is super funny because Laura was crabby for I sure I was crabby and I was like rare and she was like stop doing that that's not I nice. hate that when he goes rare that's how she gets she gets rare oh yeah yeah. And it makes me laugh even harder when I do that. Too. Yeah. So, and uh, it was so <laughs> funny because here's what I realized too. Like, uh, I remember like not poking Laura, but like, you know, like I went to scratch her back and she's like, I don't want to be touched like that. And I was like, come on. And I was like, oh, there are a million women out there like, oh, you get your hands off of her. For sure, we don't want to be touched right now. When I am crabby and I'm feeling this way, and we are on an airplane too long, and it's been rare, 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 rare for 25 minutes, and then we're back in, a, in an airport, and I'm hungry, and I was up late last night, and we had to get up early this morning. You better not be touching me. And I was like, Yeah, that's true. That's probably true. That's right. Yeah. yeah. You sat next to the sweetest girls on the flight home. Yeah. They were so nice. <laughs> like I was. By the way, this is so funny because you didn't see it. <laughs> Laura was sleeping, and I started like rubbing her back, and I was I was scratching her back. And I stopped and they were both, they both reached out to keep scratching your back. And then both were like, oh, we don't know you. And they were like, because you were they being were nice adorable. to them. They were adorable. Right? They Cute were like, little girls. By the way, and they, okay, that's why I say not everybody. Because they were for sure in their 20s. Yeah. Right? They're millennials. Definitely millennials. And very open, very willing to talk, great conversation. Um, hardworking. They both had the hardworking jobs. Gracious. Yeah, and where were they from? Uh, was it Colombia? No, they were from Mexico. Oh, they're from Mexico. Yeah, but they were born in Mexicali. So they were born in California in Mexicali. But yeah. they But they both said we're Mexican. Oh, yeah. Super hardworking. Yeah. Sweet girls. Oh, my goodness. They were so sweet. That's the other thing, too. 
this is the thing with the older generation, and it's not everyone. By the way, this is like, like we talk about going to therapists, and if you don't like a therapist, go to a new one. For sure, go to a new one. Don't go to a jerk. The older generation, if you're open and willing to talk and have conversations, like, I will bend over backwards for you. Like, for sure, I'll do whatever I can. If you've got, like, some crotchety old, like, like, I was listening to someone, and they were in a restaurant sitting at a counter in Tennessee, and this guy came over and was like, boy, you need to pull your pants up. Like, oh, hey, how about you never talk to me again? Like, this is none of your... My pants aren't hanging way down. They're down a little bit. Like, what makes you think you can come tell me? Like, those people, don't talk to them. No big deal. People like us, for sure keep talking. Like, we talked a ton on the plane. They were so nice. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay, the stories we will tell, episode 14. Episode 14. Woohoo! Thank you to the voice of the martyrs, persecution.com. By the way, pilgrims.movie. Pilgrims.movie. I watched again last night the brand new CG animated Pilgrim's Progress. It is amazing, people. Kristen, I'm not kidding. Like I gotta got, watch it. I got teary a number of times during the movie. I'm telling you, by the way, every single parent yeah. is going to identify so hardcore with Christian Pilgrim's journey. Like with uh, legality and despair mm-hmm. and shame and shame. humiliation yep. and vanity fair. Like all the places in there was so aimed so and it's because i'm a parent right now like if i was 20 and going through some stuff i'm sure it would relate to me in a totally different way as parents the journey can be so difficult and going patience instead of passion and keeping hope when you feel hopeless oh pilgrims.movie check that it is oh my goodness check it It was so much better than i was expecting yep it was, oh, it's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Pilgrims.movie, persecution.com, mypillow.com, code word rebel. God bless rebels. We will see you soon. Bye, everybody.